0: I've been thinking about Walt Whitman over the last couple of days because on Sunday I uh, received an email about Walt Whitman from Maria Popova on her weekly email called Brain Pickings. And I subscribed to Maria Popova's blog and her email. And I think it's the, for me, it's the best blog on the internet. Anyway, I have a huge interest in Walt Whitman and the relevance of Walt Whitman's writings to the 19th century and also to this century. So I uh, thought, well, why don't I read what Maria Popova has to say about Walt Whitman and democracy and optimism as a mighty form of resistance, that's the title of it, Walt Whitman on Democracy and Optimism as a Mighty Form of Resistance. So I haven't read it yet, and I thought, so what will I do? I'll read it, and I might stop every now and again and make a comment here or there. It begins with a quotation, Progress is never permanent will always be threatened, must be redoubled, restated, and reimagined if it is to survive. Zadie Smith wrote in her spectacular essay on optimism and despair, which I haven't read. I like the use of the word reimagined. Progress needs to be reimagined if it's to survive. Maria goes on. The illusion of permanent progress inflicts a particularly damning strain of despair as we witness the disillusioning undoing of triumphs of democracy and justice generations in the making. Despair preventable only by taking a wider view of history in order to remember that democracy advances in fits and starts, in leaps and backward steps but advances nonetheless on timelines exceeding any individual lifetime. Amid our current atmosphere of presentism, bias, and extreme narrowing of perspective, it is not merely difficult but downright counter cultural to resist the ahistorical panic. By taking such a telescopic view, lucid optimism, that may may be our most unassailable form of resistance to the corruptions and malfunctions of democracy. Let me read that again. Lucid optimism, that may be our most unassailable form of resistance to the corruptions and malfunctions of democracy. She goes on then, and this is where Whitman comes into it. That is what Walt Whitman insisted on again and again in specimen days, which I haven't read. I've dipped into it. I have a copy of it, but I haven't read it. He insisted again and again in specimen days. That's his prose work. The splendid collection of his prose, fragments, letters, and diary entries That gave us his wisdom on the wisdom of trees, the singular power of music, how art enhances life, and what makes life worth living. So there are four things there. Whitman gave us his wisdom on the wisdom of trees. And these are all individual blog posts that Maria Popova has written. The wisdom of trees. Whitman on the wisdom of trees. Whitman on the singular power of music. Whitman on how art enhances life. And Whitman on what makes life worth living. Shortly before his 60th birthday and a decade after issuing his immensely prescient admonition that, quote, America, if eligible at all to downfall and ruin, is eligible within herself, not without End quote. Whitman writes under the heading Democracy in the New World. This is what Whitman says I can conceive of no better service in the United States, henceforth, by Democrats of thorough and heartfelt faith than boldly exposing the weakness, liabilities and infinite corruptions of democracy. I can conceive of no better service in the United States henceforth by Democrats of thorough and heartfelt faith than boldly exposing the weakness, and liabilities and infinite corruptions of democracy. Wow. So that to me is saying that, you know, if you're a thorough going Democrat, he supports the idea, Whitman supports the idea that Democrats would play their best service to the country by exposing the weaknesses, liabilities and infinite corruptions of democracy challenging idea having lived and saved lives through the civil war that's 1861 to 1865 where when he was in washington having seen the swell of quote vast crops of poor desperate dissatisfied nomadic miserably waged populations end quote Having witnessed the corrosion of idealism and the collapse of democratic values into corruption and complacency, Whitman still faces a dispiriting landscape with a defiant and irrepressible optimism. A defiant and irrepressible optimism. Defiant reminds me of the hashtag resist which is used in the context of People who oppose the status quo in the United States, with a defiant and irresistible. Sorry, I apologize. Whitman still faces a dispiriting landscape with a defiant and irrepressible optimism. Irrepressible optimism, our mightiest and most countercultural act of courage. Then and now and always. And here's the quote from Whitman. Though I think I fully comprehend the absence of moral tone in our current politics and business, and the almost entire futility of absolute and simple honour as a counterpose against the enormous greed for worldly wealth, with the trickeries of gaining it, all through our society all through society in our day. I still do not share the depression and despair on the subject which I find possessing many good people. I still do not share the depression and despair on the subject which I find possessing many good people. Maria Popova says, Zooming out of the narrow focus of his cultural moment, as we would be well advised to do with ours. Whitman takes a telescopic perspective of time, progress and social change and considers what it really takes to win the future. Here's more Whitman. The advent of America, the history of the past century, has been the first general aperture and opening up to the average human commonality on the broadcast scale, of the eligibilities to wealth and worldly success and eminence, and has been fully taken advantage of. And the example has spread hence, in ripples, to all nations. To these eligibilities, to this limitless aperture, the race has tended en masse, roaring and rushing and crude, and fiercely, turbidly hastening. And we have seen the first stages and are now in the midst of the result of it all so far. But there will certainly ensue other stages and entirely different ones. In nothing is there more evolution than the American mind. In nothing is there more evolution than the American mind. That's very Hegelian. I'm thinking now of the critique Marx made of Hegel, where he critiqued Hegel for talking about the history of humanity as the history of ideas. Interesting. Soon it will be fully realized that ostensible wealth and money-making, show, luxury, etc., imperatively necessitate something beyond, namely the sane, eternal, moral, and spiritual aesthetic attributes, elements. So Whitman is saying, soon it will be fully realized that ostensible wealth and money-making, show, luxury, etc., imperatively necessitate something beyond, namely the sane, eternal, moral, and spiritual aesthetic attributes, elements. And I'm saying to myself, Well, if that could have been written today, but I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that it's proved to be the case, that soon it'll be fully realized. If Whitman goes on, soon it will be understood clearly that the state cannot flourish, nay cannot exist without those elements the sane, eternal, moral and spiritual aesthetic attributes that the state cannot flourish without them he goes on they will be they will gradually enter into the child of sociology and literature they will finally make the blood and brawn of the best American individualities of both sexes I'm really struck by the word there child c-h-y-l-e never heard of it They will gradually enter into the child of sociology and literature. All the noise in the background is the dog. He'll settle down on his bed, his first night home for several days. Maria Popova goes on. Three years later, and ten presidencies before a ruthless government began assaulting and exploiting nature, as a resource for commercial and political gain. Whitman revisits the subject under the heading Nature and Democracy, Mortality. Here's what Whitman has to say. American democracy in its myriad personalities, in factories, workshops, stores, offices, through the dense streets and houses of cities, and all their manifold, sophisticated life must either be fibred, vitalized, by regular contact with outdoor light and air and growths, farm scenes, animals, fields, trees, birds, sun warmth and free skies, or it will morbidly dwindle and pale. We cannot have grand races of mechanics, work people and commonality, the only specific purpose of America On any less terms, I conceive of no flourishing and heroic elements of democracy in the United States or of democracy maintaining itself at all without the nature element forming a major part to be its health element and beauty element to really underlie the whole politics, sanity, religion and art of the new world. I read that again. Whitman says, I conceive of no flourishing and heroic elements of democracy in the United States or of democracy maintaining itself at all without the nature element forming a main part to be its health element and beauty element to really underlie the whole politics, sanity, religion and art of the new world. Maria Popova says specimen days, this is Whitman's collection of thoughts and prose writing. It remains one of the most timelessly insightful books I have ever encountered. Complement this particular portion with Iris Murdoch on why art is essential for democracy Rebecca Solnit on lucid optimism in dark times and Amanda Palmer and Neil Gaiman's animated tribute to Leonard Cohen's Anthem to Democracy. Then revisit Whitman on the essence of happiness and his advice on building blocks of character. So there, a short piece by Maria Popova, and she provides lots of links. The one to Rebecca Solnit reminds me that that's the book I'm reading, and... It's called Wanderlust, a history of walking, and I've now realised that there is another book by Rebecca Solnit, which I know nothing about, called Hope in the Dark. Perhaps I'll, perhaps I'll uh, dig a bit more into Rebecca Solnit. Right, there we are. So, thank you, Walt Whitman. Thank you, Walt Whitman, and if I. The thing I'm going to take away from it, I think, is really that a concept that I suppose that that democracy is irreversible and it's relentlessly extending its reach. But what Whitman means by democracy isn't what everybody means by democracy. And in the end, he says, we need fresh air. We need to get out moral standards and ethical standards and aesthetic standards and, and that that's what is oh, that's a poor summary anyway there we are and you know Whitman helps me to not get down about what's going on he uh, witnessed the most horrific things during the American Civil War And they did not break his spirit, however horrible they were. Anyway, enough talking. There's plenty of room for thinking, isn't there? Plenty of room.